Young Adults. Welcome to the Houston Young Adults Podcast. We are going to start bringing some awesome content your way on all sorts of topics. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at YA underscore power of love. Let us know what you want to hear, things you want to know about from, you know, maybe, you know, new food, hot new restaurants. If you needed to know about some spiritual healing, maybe financial (laughs) blessings, who you want to hear on this podcast. Let us know. Follow us at YA underscore power love on Instagram. So today for our first episode, we have Miss Courtney and Victoria here. What's up, guys? Hello. We are so excited. We are excited to bring out this new content for y'all. So let us know what you think. Subscribe to our channels. We're going to be aware on Spotify. (laughs) We are on Breaker. We are on Anchor. We are on soon to be YouTube. So make sure you follow our Instagram again, YA underscore power love. So what are we getting into today? So today we are going to talk a little bit about healing and what the word of God says about healing and a, a bunch of things that we've learned over the past couple of years. I think it'd be good to hear Uh, from young adults. Maybe you've heard teaching on healing before. Maybe you have never heard teaching on healing and and the power that God uh, can heal people even today. It's a real thing. So um, we'll we'll just open up and and talk about different different things in the word of God. But want to first just hear a little bit about Georgie and Victoria and my own, I guess, experience with healing uh, maybe in your life. I don't know. Yeah. You start Victoria? yeah, I think I Victoria got healed from like stubbing her toe one time. Oh yeah, yeah totally, definitely. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So I, you know, grew up in an awesome church. I grew up. My parents loved the Lord. They they raised me in the things of God. Um, but I think for me, I really and I I believed that God could heal. I believed in the healing power of God, or so I I thought I did. Um, until really just a couple years ago, I actually heard um, Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth preach on healing, and it, it made me realize that I actually didn't really believe what the Bible said because I didn't really fully understand it. I kind of thought that it was more of like, you could never really be sure if it was God's will. It was kind of this awkward thing of like, it's awkward to pray for it because it doesn't always happen. We don't know if it's really God's will. Um, You know, and especially in America, you see so many Christians who are sick all the time and they're not walking in divine health. They're not living in healing. They're not healing the sick. Um, You know, so it's easy to to just let your doctrine be shaped by what you see every other Christian experiencing. But really, when I heard anointed preaching out of God's word of what does the Bible actually say is the truth, um, you know, and I think what settled it for me was, you know, that scripture in Galatians 3.13 says Christ has purchased our freedom from all the curse of the law. And I knew that scripture growing up again, you know, I, I knew a lot of what was in the Bible, but, um, you know, I didn't know what the curse was. What, what is the curse of sin? Um, but when I read in Deuteronomy 28, that part of the curse, it actually says in verse 61 is every sickness and every disease, even those not mentioned in this book of the law. So when I realized, okay, Part of the curse of sin is actually every sickness. That means when you're born again, when you receive the righteousness of Christ at salvation, it actually means that he's purchased your freedom from everything that went along with sin. So that's really what settled it for me. That was just a couple years ago. I had that revelation. And and I think that's when I realized that it's so important that we allow, you know, what we believe to be shaped by God's word and not allowed to be shaped by what everyone else is experiencing, you know. That's good. Yeah. 
For me, I know I grew up uh, not really um, experiencing and seeing healing maybe as as you had. Um, so my first experience was actually... You, you, grew, you were Catholic, right? Yeah, I grew up Catholic. So I would say for... What, for do, what do Catholics believe in healing? Is that... So, I mean, I would say that it's not necessarily emphasized the, the, the healing teaching um, as much. So, I mean, I didn't really see it growing up in church, but really it wasn't until I kind of went to college. I went to college service. Um, so you're saying it wasn't even exposed to you, really? Not really. No. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think like it was one of those things that, um, you know, you would pray for it would be kind of probably what like Victoria was saying that you would pray and, and hope that people would get healed when people are sick, but it was kind of just up to it's, it's just God's will, you know? Um, and I think that's a, a lot of Christians too. Just, just thinking that, Oh, it must be God's will um, for, for people to die young or for people to be sick. Um, but you know, I, I still, even my first experience like I was saying, was in college um, when I went to a, a college service and I got healed myself. And I, it wasn't one of those things that it was really based on the word of God. It was more based on the time, the, the college service that I was in. Someone had said, hey, we believe that someone's going to get healed of jaw pain tonight. And that was me. I had been suffering from jaw pain for like two to three years after I got my braces on. And I just had my whole like jaw realigned basically and it kind of got to the point over a series of years that I wasn't really able to eat like hard foods or like crunchy stuff or like big sandwiches and not to just you know make it all about like oh I wasn't able to eat food like really good foods but it was like I it was to the point where it was really painful and like I complained yeah, I about it a lot I mean Victoria <laughs> kn- knows about that because we, we live together she loves food. She's I do. Brain, so yeah. And so it was, it was sad. I mean, like I couldn't eat. This wasn't eat. just something she was sad about. This was the desire of her heart. Yeah. This was serious. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, it was definitely one of those things where it was like, oh my gosh, I can't eat carrots. I can't eat pretzels. I can't eat like this big burger. And I mean, I remember that night even too. I don't know, know if you remember that, yeah, but yeah, I remember. before I was like, ta- we were talking before college service and I was like, I'm going to get healed yeah. from my jaw. And like, mm-hmm. I just knew and heard about like healing, but I didn't like really study it and know it from the word of God myself. But that night again, you know, the, uh, our, our college pastor said, you know, we believe someone is going to get healed of their jaw. If that's you raise your hand. And I did cause I knew it was me. And that night, you know, I got, uh, I got prayed for and I received healing that night. And like my jaw has been like good ever since it was, a it was a, the Lord healing me in that place. So I had experienced that, but, um, it really kind of, kind of like Victoria was saying, it wasn't until I really got into the word and understood that there's, there is a different, um, way that you can walk in your relationship with the Lord, where you not only can experience times of healing, but also walk in a health. And, um, I know, uh, uh, for me also, I, I remember one of my years in college, I just kept getting sick. I was like sick. And then like, I would go to the doctor, get medicine, come back, get sick, like two weeks later, come back, like go to the doctor, get medicine, come back and then get sick again. And I was just like, I am done with this. And the best news was finding out from from hearing in the word of God and reading in the word of God for myself that healing is for 
God, it's God's will for 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 the believer. For the believer. And right. you know, kind of going back to what you were asking, you know, what 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 did you believe growing up? And I think it it was kind of the idea that you know what, it may not be God's will for for us to be healed. It may just kind of be God's will for us to be sick and and learn something through that, you know, or or just kind of it's something that you tolerate or accept. But once I kind of understood and really started studying the word of God for myself and got it on the inside of me, things started changing. I started realizing healing is for the believer. Healing is something for us to walk in and healing is for something, uh, something for us to understand as, uh, as part of our identity in, in Christ and what he did for us on the cross. Right. And it's like, you really, you can't be empowered to experience anything that you don't know out of God's word, mm-hmm. because really, you know, that's faith comes by knowing what's in, what's in the Bible. So you know, like Courtney was saying, until she started studying it and saw it in a service. And like for me, until I saw it, that it was part of the curse of sin. You know, the word of God is how we can receive faith, which is the empowerment to walk in the things that are in the Bible, Um, which is why it's so important to not let our faith be um, based on what other people experience. Because I think it's when, when you make up your mind that no matter what other people have in their life, you know, you have to make up your mind that you're going to walk in what the Bible says that you can have. Because, you know, there it, Jesus said that he came to bring an a, abundant life. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what's available, you can't walk in it. But the more you study God's word, the more you have the faith to walk in. And like Courtney was saying, she got healed in one service, but there's another level where you can begin to walk in divine health mm-hmm. every day of your life. But the more you put God's word on the inside of you, the the more your faith is built up and you can, you know, walk in that. Yeah. And, and, and going off of that too, it's important, you know, when you, if, if this is the first time you, you're healing about hearing about healing or, you know, you may, you know, you may have heard this before, but it's important for you to not base you, what you believe on what you see in the world because that is something you're going to see things that don't necessarily you know line up necessarily with what you may read in the word of God but that's important to remember God's word is true that's first and foremost needs to be settled and I think that was one thing for for me that I had to settle God's word first and foremost is true you know it says in in the Bible that uh, God is true and let every man be a liar you know it sounds harsh but that's what the word of God says. But uh, when you begin to realize that everything in the word of God is true, like no matter what, this has the utmost, the highest truth. And whatever I find in here doesn't matter what I see in the natural. What I believe is in the supernatural. It's it's based on the word of God. And 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 that'll 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 be a good foundation to build your understanding and and belief on God's healing well, for your that's life. Like, that's like the foundation because, Definitely. you know, uh, you're, we're saying, the, you know, the word is true, but the the world, even the, our world, to the world, our word is still true, but they can't, they don't understand that because they don't know. So what pertains to us doesn't pertain to the world because as a believer and as a blo- blood-bought Christian, redeemed through Christ, we have different rights than just somebody else in the world yeah, who's living true. a life of a heathen. So it's true to everybody. It doesn't matter if it's a sinner still sinning out in the world or uh, somebody on fire for the Lord. It's still always going to be true. It's just we have the right of the kingdom. We are kingdom citizens, and right. we have the right to live in divine healing um, every day of our life. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, It says in Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and it healed them. So 
we know that the word of God, it says in John 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. We know that it's talking about Jesus. It talks about how the word became flesh, and it dwelt among us. So the word was sent. God sent his word. God sent Jesus. And so when we know that God sent his word, he sent Jesus, and it healed them, that's when we received our healing. When Jesus was sent, it says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that all who believe would have eternal life. But then the next verse, it said, for God did not send his son Jesus um, so that he would condemn the world, but to save them. So he sent his son Jesus, he sent his word, and it healed them. When you begin to understand that his word was sent, he sent Jesus, he sent his healing, that's when it really becomes real when you understand right. that even beforehand, even so before good. you're healed, even, bef I mean, even before you may be even having symptoms of sickness, you can get it so on the inside of you that when something does rise up, right. oh no, wait, 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 the word of God says this. I know it, and I know it to be real. I know it to be true. And, and that's like what you said with, like with your jaw. Like that's yeah. the first time you ever heard that. And obviously yeah. you, like when you got healed, Obviously, you were healed, but it's not like you were like, oh, yeah, it says that in the right. word, and that's why I got healed. Exactly. No, you were left wondering, like, wow, I'm healed. Like, can this always happen? Yeah. Or, like, how did this happen? So, obviously, it took you searching in the word and actually getting in your word for it to become real in your life because it happened, mm -hmm. but it wasn't real to you yet because you were still, like, trying to figure everything exactly. out. Exactly. That's so true. No, it is so true. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that scripture, too, it says that, faith so faith to receive your healing it says that it comes by hearing the word of god and um you know she's talking about the word so if you receive it through the word this was kind of one of the things this scripture that faith comes by hearing i think in the beginning when i first started really studying the scripture i was thinking that it meant like hearing like anointed preaching which that that can be one way but really like as i was like studying it's just like whenever you're hearing it's it's the voice of God is the Holy Spirit. So what it's actually talking about is the revealed word. Faith comes from hearing the voice of God, which is the Holy Spirit revealing the word to you. So it can be hearing it in a service. It can be reading it, whatever. But it's really like, you know, because I've heard, I grew, again, I grew up in church. I heard the word. I heard the word. I knew by his stripes I'm healed. But it wasn't until the Holy Spirit, the voice of God spoke that to me that it became a revealed word. And in Romans 10, 17, where it says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. In the Greek, it is the word rhema, which means the spoken word, the revealed word. And so that's something that comes only by the spirit of God enlightening you. It really like you can hear it. And I, I mean, tons of people like know that scripture by his stripes, I was healed. Mm -hmm. but, but it's until the spirit of God reveals it to you and imparts it to you that it becomes a reality, you know, that's so, so good. yeah. Yeah. And then another another thing, too, is just with the Holy Spirit is that the Bible says that so if the Holy Spirit is the voice of God, this is really cool because in Revelation, it actually says that the voice of Jesus is like the sound of many rushing waters. So, and the, the Holy Spirit is likened unto a rushing river, like all throughout the Bible. Um, even in John 7, it says, you know, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, that a river begins to rush out of your innermost being. So, and, and then in Ezekiel 47, it talks about how the, where the, wherever the river goes, there is healing and there is life. So when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, first of all, you can't have, 
revelation of God's word until you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, which is why that's so important. So, you know, if you're not, I encourage you, that's like step one. Yeah. You can't even begin to walk in what we're talking about until you're, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Cause that's like step one, yeah. step one after salvation, get filled with the Holy Spirit. But once you're filled with the Holy Spirit, he, he is that river. And it says that there's a river that proceeds from the throne of God. And it says in Ezekiel 47, I think it's verse, verse nine, in case you want to look it up. Um, it talks about the river brings healing and it brings life wherever it goes. Yeah. So when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're actually baptized into the river of healing. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. And when I had this revelation, it's so interesting because now I've realized every time in church when people go up to the altar for healing, mm -hmm. like, oh, like they want the pastor to lay hands on them for healing, like 90% of the time they are baptized in the Holy Spirit and again speaking in tongues, which I thought was like really, I didn't really notice that I started noticing that after I had this revelation that like, it's all the same spirit, the same spirit that empowers you, you know, in, in mm -hmm. Acts chapter two, the same spirit that was, that you're endued with power from on high to be his witness is the, is the same spirit that transmits the power of God to heal you. It's the same spirit that heals you. And you know, in, in John 16, it talks about, I think it's, it's John 15 or no, John 16, 14. It says that the Holy Spirit actually transmits the things that belong to Jesus to us. Yeah. So if Jesus is healed, if Jesus is healthy, if Jesus mm -hmm. is strong, he's seated at the right hand of God. The Holy Spirit is actually the one that transmits. It says that he draws on, he draws on what is Christ's and transmits it to us. So when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit and when you pray in tongues, it's actually like a holy like transaction of like a download of healing. So that's like one way you can like receive your healing if you're believing for that or um, if you want to walk in that more, praying in the Spirit every yeah. day every day no and i mean that's it, it really is important too the the power of the holy spirit it, it, being the power to heal you right and to be the power behind the word of god you right. know you there's so many it talks about in uh first corinthians that there's different ways there's different gifts of the holy spirit there's different minister like administrations of the holy spirit there's different ways and word of god praying in the holy spirit praying um you know praying in your understanding but but really you know especially going back to you know, the holy spirit and the word kind of getting behind it it says in luke 4 if you want to turn there you can i'm at verse 16 or verse 14 actually i want to go to there it says um this was after jesus went away for 40 days in the desert he prayed um for 40 days fasting praying he was tempted by the devil but it says in verse 14 luke 4 then jesus went back full of i'm in the amplified full of and under the power of the holy spirit into galilee and um the fame of him spread throughout the whole region so it says that he's going back he's full of and he's under the power of the holy spirit and then this is when he has he goes it says in verse 17 now um he was handed the book of the prophet isaiah and when he opened the book the book the bible he found the place where it was written and then That's he spoke so he spoke so he is full of power he's full of the holy spirit at this point he goes opens up the bible and he begins to read what was written 
in the Bible and he speaks it. This is what he spoke. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then in verse 20, it said, then he closed the book, gave it back to the tendon and sat down and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them today, this is the scripture fulfilled in your hearing. So so back to verse 22, just to finish off. So they all bore witness to him and they marveled at his gracious words, which proceeded out of his mouth. So it just goes to show when you have the power of the Holy spirit, when you have the word of God and you speak it, you, you become unstoppable. I mean, people's, their mouths were dropped. I mean, they were astonished at his, the authority of his words. Just think about when, I mean, when we, when we think of that scripture also that men does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of, out of the mouth of God. So we, we actually live, we feast, we intake this word. We take the word of God and we eat it and we put it on the inside of us, right? And so, you know, think about it with this candy. Think, wow, this candy was so delicious. What, what did I do when I tried that Nutella? I tried that Nutella and my mouth That's dropped. That's definitely not Nutella. What is it? <laughs> Duvaline, okay? I tried, you try it. I love brownies, okay? When you have a delicious Ghirardelli brownie tell it, tell with it. chocolate, wow. With wow. ice cream, oh, right? Okay, so you eat that, and what are you gonna do? That's so good. No, you're gonna, your mouth's gonna drop. You tasted something that's in you, and there's something going on because of that brownie, right? Glory. No, but think about it with the word of God. It affected for ten minutes. It was so good. It was so good. But no, these people. I mean, think about with how they responded. They were, they, they literally heard the word of God spoken by. Jesus Christ, who was anointed with the power of, of the Holy Spirit, full of, of the power of God, and something happened to them. They were changed because of the word of God that affected them. And that's what, that's what you know, putting the word of God on the inside of you will do in terms of hearing and healing and, and, and knowing that it's backed up by the Holy Spirit, too, to do the work. Right. And what's so interesting about this passage, this passage is so good, but the thing is, you know, we hear a lot about confession, and yes, your confession is important. You should confess the word of God. But ultimately, what is it that ga- Jesus good. read one scripture, yeah. and these people were like, "Oh my gosh!" You can just imagine the whole room was probably shaking with the anointing. Well, ha- his words carried power. It wasn't him just confessing. Oh, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. I mean, if that doesn't mean anything to you, it's not gonna. Aff- it's you're not gonna have that in your life. It's the word that again, like, has been revealed with the power of the Holy Spirit, and I. And so right before this, what preceded Jesus being able to make this declaration and then have it manifest in that moment was the time of prayer. He was in prayer. And so now, you know, we, if you spend time praying in the spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. he will begin to unveil his word. And when the word is unveiled, that's what gives it this power. And when you speak the word, you don't have to say it, you know, you you can say it once and it carries so much power that it says immediately the scripture was fulfilled as they heard it. It was fulfilled. And so Mm -hmm. even like for me, I know that like I'll spend time in the word 
um, and it'll be great. And then, but really, it's not until I go in my closet, shut the door, and begin to pray, pray in the Spirit for an extended period of time that the, the Holy Spirit begins to literally reveal the Word to me. And it's like, I didn't even know that that's like, and, and He brings all these scriptures together, and it all begins to make sense. But, you know, that's why if, if you're missing out on the prayer part, the Spirit part, then you're going to be, you know, it doesn't work. You know, you have to have the word and the spirit together. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have to have both because if you just have the word, the thing, the thing is too, is that we have to remember that Jesus told his disciples when he was, went back up into heaven, he said, don't do anything. Don't leave the city until you're endued with power. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, really everything in the new Testament is based on the assumption that you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. You can't read the New Testament. I mean, you can read it, but you really are not going to get the full thing unless you're baptized in the Holy Spirit and you allow the Spirit of God, the great teacher, mm-hmm. to, to, um, to, uh, to reveal, reveal it to you. Yeah, yeah and I was reading too, um, we're on a TPT kick over here. Uh, in the, in the TPT, um, and let's see, I think it was John, uh, it's that scripture that says that he, he is the one who, um, came to set us free. I think it's right here. It's John 14, 26 in the TPT. It says the, when the father sends the Holy spirit, the one like me who will set you free. So, but in the Aramaic, I was reading the footnotes in the Aramaic. It was talking about how that word, it, the paracleta in, in Aramaic, it means the redeemer of the curse. So it means that the Holy spirit is the one who comes to end, end the effects of the curse in your life wow. and transmit what really belongs to you now, which is the life of Christ. And Two, the Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's your attorney. So really, I was thinking about it this morning. So the Holy Spirit is literally your attorney who is making sure that you don't get the things that are under the law of sin and death, but you get the things that are now belong to you because of the law of spirit of life. (laughs) We're getting some revelation. That's so good. Yeah, if, if you can catch that. So if he's your attorney, he's literally, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, imagine in, in Romans 8, 26, it says he takes hold with you together against your infirmities. So infirmities, that's the same word Jesus bore on our infirmities. Mm-hmm. That includes every sickness, every pain in your body, any form of anxiety, fear that's plaguing your mind. And not just, and not just like, not just the cancers and not yeah, the every it's little thing. It can be a little twitch and itch, a cough. It can be literally uh, the slightest headache. And so when you begin to pray in the Holy spirit, yeah. obviously, you know, together with, you have to have the word on the inside of you right. so that you know this, he, what's happening is he is your attorney and he is taking hold with you together against wow, every weakness, so every infirmity. He is driving it out. And really, you know, our part, take hold with, really our part is to yield. He's doing the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Really, when you pray That's in the so spirit, good. you're yielding. Yeah. You're yielding yourself to the spirit of God, letting him defend you, letting him be your advocate, letting him impart to you, transmit to you the life of Christ, the strength of Christ. You know, and I think there's a scripture, I think it's in Second Corinthians or something. It talks about the life of Christ manifesting in your mortal flesh. And it's like, when you understand that like you can have Christ's life 
in your mortal flesh, like on the earth mm-hmm. and not just like, cause that's something we hear all the time too. It's like, Oh, well, you know, fully, you won't be healed fully until you're it'll go to heaven. Worth it when you it, get to heaven. It'll all be worth it one day. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, actually you can, you can walk in eternal life. You can walk in the in abundant the life now in mm-hmm. the flesh. You really walk in the in authority the that God gave yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And even in, I think it's first Peter, it says that when you're born again, you're born of immortal seed. So it's like, I was telling Courtney this other day, I was like, oh, this is such a tweetable quote that uh, (laughs) it's like Christianity is not a religion. It's being born into a new species of being. It's like when you're a Christian, it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm like, this is my doctrine. It's like, no, you're actually born to be an immortal being immortal. I mean, when you in that even John chapter 10, he says. Ye are gods, if you believe the message that you've heard. Ye are gods. So it's like, we're not even like, when you're born again, I mean, which wow. you really have to have that revelation. Obviously, not right. everyone's walking in this reality. It's, again, always according to your faith. But when you understand... It's meant for everybody. It is. Yeah. Everyone it's can have it, everybody. but you have to believe it. You have to, you have to, you have to know that it's in the word in order to, in order to walk in it. And so it's right. like, that's something I've been thinking of. Like, well, yeah, I'm immortal. When you're, it's like, how can I be sick? I'm immortal. Right. It's like... I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, here, I'm just, let me turn to Proverbs four where it talks about how you can have healing to all your flesh, but it's because of the word. Yeah, that's good. Um, hold on one second. Let me flip there. Proverbs four twenty. So it says Proverbs four twenty. my son, give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them. When you discover them, when you find them, when you find the word and their health and their healing to all their flesh. And so really all flesh, when you know it's to all flesh, but it's for those that find it, who, those who discover it, those who, you know, know that they are life. When you know that the word's life, when you know that it's full, when it's full of the spirit that Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. They are spirit and life. And so really it's, it, the, uh, the word it is the word it's a word the spirit it, it is together and <laughs> together that's the thing. it's like when you have both you're like literally unstoppable because it's all about the revealed word and the only way that you can have the revealed word is by the spirit of god and so that's like the biggest thing i think is like when you start walking in that place of like the the, the revelation of the mm-hmm. word when the holy spirit's continually the one teaching you and it's not just like reading it because i dude when i first got saved like uh, see, <laughs> throwback. Um, senior year of high school, I would sit in my car Little every BC. morning. Yeah, I would sit in my car every morning at 6 a.m. before school because I knew, um, read your Bible, read your Bible. I knew this was the answer. Mm-hmm. So I would sit in my car at 6 a.m. and I would read my Bible uh, like it was a history textbook. It was extremely boring. I got absolutely nothing out of it. Well, I'm sure now, I mean, I'm sure now the Holy Spirit brings it to remembrance. But in the, t- I was like, I don't, but I wasn't baptized in the Holy Spirit so it was all veiled to me. Now I'm realizing that it was all, even though it's good to continue in it. And I did develop yeah, a habit that never good. left me. So it, it was powerful, but it's so much more powerful when you have the Holy Spirit to help you mm-hmm. because otherwise it just gets difficult. And maybe if you don't feel like you're hungry to do that, ask the Lord to give you a hunger to get in the word and not only to give you a hunger, but to teach you. To just be be real with the Lord. You know, we always say, if you mean business with God, he'll mean business with you. If you ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, he will, oh my gosh, he will be so happy to come and teach you the word. It, 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 all, it all comes back to the word. Yeah. Because if you don't, 
he can't reveal anything to you if you're like that's not in like, you yeah that's not in you mm-hmm. like, right there, it, it, he's gonna work through you he's not gonna like yeah. i mean yeah you can hear sermons and you can get prayed for and you go to right. conferences you can go to anything you want but it's not until you start feeding your spirit that it's revealed to you mm-hmm. that's so good because you know a lot of people pray in tongues a lot but the thing is, if I were to go pray in tongues without this is having from somebody who prays in tongues, I do, I do. Paul <laughs> said, "We pray in tongues more than you all." Um, but if you go in your closet and you pray in tongues, what is the Holy Spirit going to begin to reveal to you if you mm-hmm. haven't put this on the inside that's of you? Good. You know, and I think that's because I've seen a lot of people who are very Holy Ghost, and you wonder, it's like they're sick all the time, and it's like, <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I'm just being real people who literally pray in tongues till no end and it's like well if that scripture is true Romans 8 26 mm-hmm. that he takes whole wit together against your infirmities well, why are they sick and they pray in tongues because it's all it's all according to your faith yeah. and if this if the word's not in you the Holy Spirit has nothing to work with mm-hmm. he is he he's here to reveal the word declare the word disclose the word and make the word a reality in your life so if this not in you doesn't work so that's why it's so important to have both Wow. Yeah, this is a this is a healing faith message. Right the, the, healing this is a faith, faith message. message right here. But 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 to but to and I think to, we're coming to a close. We are soon. Okay. Yes, we only have so much time on our SD card. Praise well, him. We had some uh, mess ups. Glory. Uh, you know, obviously somebody wasn't listening to the whole. Look, spirit. the head of technical broadcasting <laughs> services. Uh, you know, it started off on a high note for it, me. It's and, okay. Uh, we're just you, you know, know the Lord forgives. I'll see you at the altar on Sunday. Yeah. Sandy. Yeah, you better be up Shout there. Shout out Power um, Church. 717431 Bamwood Drive. Are you kidding? <laughs> Shout out. Shameless plug. <laughs> uh, shameless plug. See you Sunday morning. Um, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to, I mean, how many? How much time do we have to wrap up? Uh, I, we, we, we well, I was just going to, to, to kind of close it. it out, to wrap it up. For those, I want to encourage you, for those that don't have this, yeah, don't have the understanding, don't have the revelation, yeah. it's okay but yes. take the word continue maybe you've been continuing in the word maybe you're like i'm doing this i'm reading the word i'm I, i'm i'm praying in the holy ghost i am you know feeding me as much as possible but you have something in your body that you're waiting for healing for or, or there is confusion on something continue continue in it and don't and yeah. don't in psalm 73 I, I i know for me during a time when i i was having some heart issues I, I i clung to this verse and i kept telling myself this even when my heart was beating so fast for whatever reason it was i clung to this verse it says my heart and my flesh may fail but god is the strength of my heart he is mine forever do you have oh, a scripture yeah. that you're gonna keep telling yourself that you're gonna be meditating on is there whatever it is keep on keep on seeking him he draw near to god he'll draw near you and keep on knocking keep on asking and you will it says in in the bible in habakkuk i think that's how you say it but you know while you wait wait for it you know though it may tarry your expectation will not be cut off so no the word of god is true god is faithful his word does not return void so whatever it is you're believing for whatever it is you're praying for whatever is in your body that you need healing from god will do it and he'll take you to the next level too to make sure that you stay in health and that you'll stay that you know once you discover the word 
it'll it'll continue to bring healing and health to all of your flesh. So I encourage you, keep saying the word, yeah. keep praying in the Holy Spirit, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the word to you and, and be encouraged that you will see your healing. And we want to see, you know, we want to see all young adults and we want to see walk, uh, in health. walk in health and walk in victory and be able to then go and, and, and make uh, make disciples of people and heal other people as well um, through the power of God and the, and the anointing of God. So be encouraged. Keep reading your Bible. Continue keep listening to our podcast. Keep, hey. keep listening to the podcast and, and you will see um, your expected end. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our podcast today. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for listening.